Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Okay, the spiritual law of nature for today, are you scared to death? (laughs) You know, that's an interesting question. And um, as I travel around the world and... um, and do lectures and meet wonderful people and meet publishers in other countries and things like that. This is a, this is a sort of, a, I don't know, sort of a conundrum question that I'll ask people, and uh, very often they'll look at me like I've got two heads or something. But it's, uh, it's kind of a discussion starter. And, uh, and that is, I've asked a whole bunch of people, I don't know how many, uh, several hundred probably over the years. Hey, can I ask you a question that may sound kind of weird, but can I ask you? And they say, sure. Are you scared to death? Well, uh, if I just had to guess, I've not kept track of it, but if I just had to guess, I would say probably one person in 500 says, Oh, yeah, man, you hit the nail right on the head. I'm scared to death, all right? And probably the other 499 out of 500, yeah, look at me like I'm sort of weird and say, well, no, no, I I would not at all say that I'm scared to death, okay? But then I start asking them questions like, okay, well, uh, do you ever experience – Anger, irritation, frustration, resentment, bitterness, stress, sadness, worry about the past, worry about the future, um, low self-worth, unforgiveness. You ever, you ever experience any of those things? And, of course, um, probably 500 times out of 500 is, well, yeah, of course, everybody does, all right? Well, I I would say it's true that everybody does, but it's not true that um, everybody experiences those things regularly throughout every day, which I believe is the case with the majority of people, and, and we've come to just believe that that's normal. Well, it's not normal, okay, according to Dr. Carolyn Leaf in her wonderful book, Who Switched Off My Brain, and she's a friend of mine, by the way. We have shared the same stage, lectured together, talked on the phone many times. She gave me an endorsement. I think I gave her one. Um, But based on her research, um, we do not have any mechanisms in us, heart, spirit, soul, mind, energy, body, unconscious, subconscious, conscious, physical body, we do not have one single mechanism, and we have hundreds of mechanisms in us, but there's not one single one for the negative. 
There's not one single mechanism for you to experience anger when your life is not in danger unless the anger is strictly because like a child is being hurt or something and you're moving to help that child, okay? That kind of anger is kind of tied to fight or flight. When, when we see someone being abused or hurt, uh, harmed, can't, can't um, protect themselves, whatever, that is sort of life or death um, in a way, sometimes literally. And, and so anger might be appropriate in that situation to inspire you to go help that child or whatever person was being mistreated or abused. But outside of that, if you experience anger just because something in your circumstances didn't happen the way you wanted it to happen, that is a malfunction. If you experience anxiety and the anxiety continues for more than just a few seconds when your life is not in imminent danger or the life of someone that you love, and I mean physical, mortal imminent danger, that is a malfunction, okay? If you experience low self-worth when your life is not in imminent mortal danger, that's a malfunction, okay? When you are tempted and act on that temptation to do something that you would answer ten times out of ten, I don't believe that's a good thing for me to be doing, or I, I believe if I don't do this particular thing, then that's the wrong thing for me to be not doing. That's wrong for me not to do that, like be kind to someone or help someone in need or whatever. So um, when you experience that, it's a malfunction, okay? Um when you experience negative thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, and your life or someone you care about, they are not in imminent mortal danger, it is a malfunction. And according to Dr. Daniel Amen, whenever you experience those things internally in your mind, your body and unconscious mind are responding to those negative thoughts, feelings, beliefs, actions, temptations, whatever, with negative chemicals and flipping the failure switch on in your brain and turning the success switch off. Okay? Well, why, why would I say that? Anytime you experience these things for more than just a few seconds and then you're right back to the positive that that's a malfunction. Because every one of those things comes from fear. Every negative, some way or other, comes from fear. Anger is when the thing you were afraid of is happening right now. Sadness, hopelessness, helplessness, depression. It's when the thing you were afraid of has already happened, so obviously you can't go back in time and change it, is kind of the depressive um, logic. It's not true, but that's, that's what people who are experiencing that tend to think. Anxiety is when you're worried that the thing that you're afraid of is going to happen in the future. 
Rejection is when you're afraid, and I've never met a person who didn't have a rejection issue. Rejection is when um, you're afraid that you don't measure up and that if other people see who you really are, they will not love and accept you. They will reject you, humiliate you, make fun of you, talk about you behind your back, be condescending to you, whatever. Okay? Um, Self-worth is when you uh, – the, the thing that you're afraid of is that you don't measure up you're not good enough, or maybe, in fact, you're bad, you're guilty and shameful, and that it's the truth. So you just, you're, maybe you would say, I'm a bad person, okay? And and, and that's how that comes from fear. Um, so pretty much any negative thought, feeling, belief, action, and behavior it's not just a few seconds and then you're right back to the positive, is a malfunction. What causes the malfunction? The malfunction is caused by a memory, and according to the research, over 90% of the time it's in your unconscious or subconscious mind, which means you don't even know what it is, you don't know where it's coming from, you may not even have a clue that memory exists. It might be passed down from your ancestors. But that memory has a wrong interpretation in it. Okay? When uh, when I was about 13, um, my dad found out he had heart disease and started hitting me over and over and over again on a Saturday morning with his open hand, not his fist. And while he did that, he was saying, Alex, you are never going to amount to anything. Alex, you're never going to amount to anything. He knocked me on the ground. I cut my leg. Uh, it was the only time my dad ever did anything like that in his life, at least toward me. And it was devastating to me. But what was devastating to me for years was not that my dad did that. I mean, it's the truth that my dad did that. And the problem in every memory that is a problem is a falsehood. Okay? So if I have a memory where I try to change that memory to, oh, my dad didn't really even do that, which which some people try to do in, in self-help and even psychology, is kind of rewrite the memory, almost revisionist historian, like, you know, people who say the Holocaust never happened or this never happened or that never happened because it fits their political agenda. All right. At least that's that's my opinion. I've been to um, two of the prison camps, I believe, uh, myself, and and seen those things. I've talked to people in Germany and and other countries who were a part of that, um, and and looked in their eyes as they told me the story and saw the tears well up in their eyes and the numbers on their arms and you know all that sort of thing. Okay, so. The problem in every memory that is creating fear in you, or I would say in light of the topic for today, that's scaring you to death, even though you're not in a life-threatening situation, I say scaring you to death because that's only supposed to happen when 
be imminent. Physical death. All right? So if you're going into fight or flight, if your brain is switching the failure switch on and the success switch off, if it's uh, filling your body chemistry with adrenaline and cortisol instead of oxytocin, endorphins, and the peptides related to oxytocin, the love hormones, okay, um, if that's happening, then you've got a memory somewhere, and the interpretation of that memory is if this happens to Alex, it could kill him, okay? Well, the problem with that is the great majority of those memories that did that in my life were not things that would remotely kill me. A letter from the IRS, the stock market going down, somebody looking at me funny, and, you know, you look at yourself to see, you know, did I spill something on my clothes or something? Why are they looking at me like that? If you found out the truth, they probably don't even know they're looking at you. They're thinking about something. But because I've already got these memories in me that are full of fear, I read into it. Oh, they, they must be thinking something negative about me because they're kind of staring at me and making a funny face. The problem is not what happened. The problem is never what happened. Okay? My problem was not that my dad hit me and said those things. Okay, my problem is that I had another memory of that same event, but this memory is the interpretation of it, which for me was I'm never going to amount to anything. Because Dad said that, and Dad was kind of my hero at that time, and, and he was hitting me while he said that, so that makes it a huge memory for me. Uh, mega pain scale, and those are the memories that get prioritized by the unconscious mind, M mega adrenaline and cortisol released in me when that was happening, okay, which also determines how prioritized that memory is. The problem was not the memory. The problem was the interpretation memory of that event, which said, I'm never going to amount to anything. That was never true. Never. That was never true. It, it didn't even have anything to do with me. My dad just found out he had severe heart disease, and he snapped. He was so afraid for his life and, and, and the life of his family if he died. Okay? The problem was never what happened. The problem was never the truthful memory of what happened. The problem was the memory that had a wrong interpretation in it, a false interpretation, a lie, if you will. And that lie always points to the path of fear. The whole truth always points to the path of love and the love chemicals and positive thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and if you have a negative thought, feeling, or belief, it's just for a few seconds and then it's replaced, transformed into the positive because that's your north, okay? Your unconscious and subconscious mind or the spiritual heart has a north. Is your north the positive or is your north the negative? Is your north the truth or is your north the falsehood? 
Well, it's easy to tell which one do you experience the most. And if a situation happens that is not the situation that you wanted to have happen in your life circumstances, are you overcome with all this negative until that circumstance change, or do you have a peace and joy that pass understanding? It doesn't really make sense in light of your circumstances. Wow, look at look at John. If I was in those circumstances, I don't think I would seem as calm and cool and happy and joyful as he is. How does he do that? Okay? He if it's really if he's really doing it and not just putting on an act, he may be putting on an act. But if he's not putting on an act and he really is at love, joy and peace internally, it's because his memories the north is love-based, not fear-based. When you see someone where every little thing that happens is not the way they want it, knocks them down for a little while or a long while, and they're always kind of negative or on the edge of being negative, okay? That person's north in their unconscious and subconscious is fear-based, which means they're full of lies about themselves, their circumstances, others, and their malfunctioning. And if they malfunction long enough, something's going to break, like cancer or depression or um, they become so obsessed with their own pain that they sabotage their own relationships and end up lonely or with all strained relationships, okay? You should only be scared to death when facing death of yourself or others. And I mean mortal death, physical death. If you're not facing death, the reason you're scared to death is usually because your relationships aren't right or your relationships are not your number one priority. Um, every issue boils down to a relationship issue. In your brain, nervous system, and the control centers of your life, okay, um, everything is determined by fear signals or love signals from, from your memories on your heart screen. The language of the heart is images. And, and we see those like a movie screen. We close our eyes and see things that are not there in our physical circumstances, but we can still see them. We can manipulate them. We can create uh, all kinds of stuff. We can do that because the language of the heart is images. That's the language of the unconscious mind, the subconscious mind, the conscience. Um, and the language of our conscious mind is words, logic, linear thinking, etc. So if you're not facing death, but you're experiencing anger, frustration, irritation, sadness, low self-worth, rejection, etc., guaranteed either some important relationship to you is not right, and you know it's not right, you can feel it, either with yourself, others, or God, or you are not prioritizing relationships as the number one priority of your life. 
um, which means you're um, prioritizing get and get out of, okay? That's the, the reason for every lie is to get something or get out of something. That's from a friend of mine in the FBI. Every lie, to get something or get out of something. So if you're living with regular anger, anxiety, frustration, rejection, low self-worth, whatever, you're believing a lie, okay? And the lie is causing you to prioritize seeking pleasure and avoiding pain to get stuff and get out of stuff rather than to prioritize relationships in the present moment. One comes from love and leads back to love and, and the love chemicals and all of that. One comes from fear, leads back to fear, the adrenaline, cortisol, and all those negative chemicals that keep us dumbed down, energy drained, exhausted, coming from a negative perspective at whatever we're doing, and ultimately failing. Um, if, if you're focused, if your priorities are to seek pleasure, excuse me, and avoid pain, to get stuff and get out of stuff, you're typically focused on what might happen, what might not happen, or what won't happen, or will happen. Well, all of those are in the future. And the reason for that orientation is because of the past, pain from the past that causes us to focus in the future. If you're prioritizing relationships as your number one priority and you make those right, at least as far as your part is concerned, you'll be in a place of love, which is in the present moment, not rooted in pain from the past and focused on pain in the future. You can only be scared to death from a place of love if you're facing actual physical death. All other situations will not stress you. They may disappoint you. They may cause you to do something to try to change how things are, but they will not stress you long term. You'll be disappointed, and then you'll go back to your focus on relationships and love in the present moment, and you'll be okay, and you'll just start working to solve the problem. And you'll be able to solve the problem much easier and with much less mental stress, strain, and anxiety because you're solving the, pr the problem from a place of love instead of a place of fear. One exhausts you. One gives you energy. So you will deal with the same situations in your life if your number one priority is always relationships, which means love in the present moment, and you have done what you can do to make those relationships right, including picking up the phone, writing a letter, talking to someone, and getting out the tools like we, like we help you do, 
what we're about to go internally and neutralize those memories that have lies in them, like mine when I was 13 with my dad hitting me. Now, I'm not neutralizing the one where my dad hit me and said, Alex, you're never going to amount to anything. That doesn't need to be neutralized. It just needs the truth. And the truth is that never had anything to do with me and never remotely meant I was never going to amount to anything. That was totally my dad's pain and issue that came out on me on a particular morning when he snapped, okay? So if I have that memory, that doesn't, that doesn't send a fear signal to the brain. That doesn't create anger and irritation and frustration in me. It, today, it, it creates gratitude and thankfulness that my dad and I were fine after that. He told me later, Alex, I'm so sorry. That was never true. That was all about me. Um, and, and we were fine, okay? But for years, I was devastated. I was malfunctioning and living a life I shouldn't have been living because I was scared to death because of this lie memory related to my dad that was being reactivated in my unconscious and subconscious mind virtually 24-7 because that applied to almost any and every situation of my life. If I'm a person of no worth and, and because of that I'm not going to amount to anything, there aren't many situations that doesn't apply to which means there aren't many situations that the unconscious mind will not pull that file up and say, whoa, 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 this, this memory, this file might be relevant to that. And then it kicks me into fight or flight because it's a pain memory. And so the purpose is we're going to keep anything like this from happening again. Okay? But I don't need protection from that if I just believe the truth. So I've got to get out the codes, the master key, LT3, whatever, prayer more than anything. And I've got to neutralize and, and give up the lies, focus on and live the truth, and prioritize moment by moment right relationships and relationships as my number one priority and and them being right at least as far as my part is concerned I can't control the other people and even if they don't make it right from their end if I do everything I can do from my end to make it right it will not harm me okay so my conclusion is that I've asked hundreds of people over the years, are you scared to death? And probably three or four or five total have ever said yes. And usually it was because they were facing physical death from some disease or something. But the, the vast majority said, no, I'm not scared to death. But when you ask more questions, their body chemistry, their brain, their mind, their physical body, their heart, 
they were living scared to death and didn't know it. So that's my question for you to ponder and pray and meditate on today. Are you scared to death and don't know it? Are you, if you're experiencing the negative and you're not in a life-threatening situation, then you are scared to death. And even though there's no physical threat of death, if you continue to be scared to death, it will cause death because it will stress you to the point that something breaks, and then when one thing breaks, it's much more likely two things are going to break. When two things break, it's much more likely three things are going to break, and it just keeps snowballing, okay? So I would recommend take the relationship issues finder test, um, just sort of pray and meditate and soul search. Do I experience the negative? Um, what, what, what roles and times and situations of my life do I experience the negative? And in what roles, times, and situations do I experience the positive? And just a wild guess, what percentage would it be? When my circumstances change to something I don't like or didn't want, or you might say something that is in some way painful to me, do I then pretty much go to the negative until that changes, or do I just go to the negative for a few minutes, and then because the, the, um, my, my spiritual heart, unconscious and subconscious mind, because my north is positive, after a few minutes I've recovered and I'm right back to the positive. Or can I not be at peace until those circumstances change which means I'm living scared to death and don't know it. Very famous speech, one of the most famous speeches of all time, all we have to fear is fear itself. And um, I do believe there is great truth in that. And fear will kill you. And it does kill people, I believe. Um, I believe if you take the top 10 diseases, according to the research, um, you could not get those diseases if you were not in an internal state of fear, which leads to stress, which suppresses your immune system and allows disease genes to unmask and become active. If you were not in an internal place of fear, you could not get those diseases, and I would say you also could not have those negative thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and behaviors more than just a few minutes and then back to the positive. And if you experience those on a, on a more significant scale or when something bad happens, that's all you experience until you can change that circumstance, then you're living scared to death. And it will kill you. It will make you sick. It will take away your success. It will take away the most important thing of your life, your most important relationships. So pray, meditate, work on your number one priority being relationships and making them right as far as you're concerned, constantly right. That's not a one-time thing usually. It's usually some constant care and attention to those 
relationships, okay? And let that be your intention. Not seek pleasure, avoid pain. Not keep painful things from happening. Not uh, trying to control the future because of the pain of the past. But relationships, and as far as I'm concerned, making every relationship right from my part. So if you don't quit living scared to death, it will lead to death.